Good morning, everybody. This has been quite a challenge, um, this particular subject, to do prayer in half an hour. And it's also um, prayer in the life of the church. But I'm also going to talk about personal prayer, too. Father, we bring Matt to you because it's part of what prayer is. It's lifting up a brother. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just pray for Matt now, Lord, as he's been seeking you, he's been opening up his heart and mind to you and just challenged by your spirit, that, Lord, you will bring the truth that he has for today, that, Lord, you will just speak so clearly that, Lord, our hearts and minds will be open to what you're saying to us. And, Lord, I just pray that Matt would just know that freedom now of your spirit and your guiding in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, man. Do you want technology? Not particularly. <laughs> rely on other people for that so yeah yeah I just wanted to start really to say to be honest and open with you guys really to say that this has been a challenge for me getting this talk ready and to also acknowledge my weakness in this area as well God's really challenged me with a lot of these things to say I find it easy to pray for other people and situations as matters arise that's quite easy but to be actually devoted to prayer and to be disciplined in prayer I have to acknowledge I find that difficult yes I pray but do I give as much time as I ought to and the honest answer to that is no and you know what really brings our Christian life on is if we are devoted to prayer. That means reading God's word, meditating on it, and just asking God to speak to us powerfully through that word. To say, Lord, speak to me. What do you want to share with me? God, the creator of this world, wants to have conversations, wants to have our times and reveal truth and incredibly deep things to us. But we need to be quiet. And so often, I don't know about you, quietness is difficult. Even my girls now, when they do their homeworks, they're listening to so much other noise. They can't just simply be quiet. And I think my generation is worse than my parents' generation. And I fear that the new generation is worse than our generation, just about getting into a quiet place and listening to what God would have to say to us. But I wanted to be open and honest and say lots of us, I believe, struggle in this area. But I just wanted to just show you something that just shows devotion in a very practical way. And I've got a video here of you um, Britain's Got Talent fans. Just want to show you a bit of what being devoted to something really is. Thank you. Just wanted really just to do a video just shows total devotion the chap was devoted to that dog. The dog was devoted to the policeman, so much so that he gave his life. And, you know, there's so many parallels there that God gave his life, his son's life for us. And just like he was devoted to that dog, how much devoted to I am to our amazing God? How much time am I devoted to in prayer? I've got a, a piece of scripture that I'm going to read, and it's Acts 2, 42 to 47. And it says this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread 
and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The verse I was giving is given to speak on was this in Acts 1.14. It's they all joined together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. And we're going to keep coming back to that amazing um, scripture there that we looked at. But I just, it is today looking at prayer as a family and how that helps us in our daily life, how it helps us as a church. We saw some of the amazing things that happened in that passage of scripture. But I also wanted to have a personal reflection as well. First of all, I wanted to say I acknowledge that prayer is hard. That's our first thing that we're going to look. And I want to suggest that great things are rarely easy. Anything that we achieve, anything we do, is never easy. And I would say that prayer is one of the greatest things that we can ever um, have or do. Some of the things that might get in the way of that, busyness, noise, perhaps we're distant from God or our relationship with him is a bit dry. Perhaps we lack the desire. Perhaps we're a bit weak-willed. Perhaps we're tired. All of these things can get in the way of our relationship with God. Job, in the Old Testament, he had a pretty horrendous situation. Everything that was close was taken away from him. And he cried out, oh, that I may know where I might find him. And sometimes, perhaps, if we're honest in our own prayer life, it feels like, where are you, God, in this situation? The disciples, you know, Jesus went to pray and he asked them to pray with them. Do you know what they did? They fell asleep. And I think sometimes, you know, we have the desire, but we haven't then got the energy and we fall asleep because perhaps we're not giving quality time when we're most sharp. But I also wanted to say the opposite of that is prayer can be absolutely incredible and powerful. And can mean so much to us in times of need and in good times. I can remember shortly ago just going into the bathroom and just praising God. Read a bit of scripture and I just really met with who God was. All I could do was just get down on the bathroom floor and just praise God. And I felt the presence of God in an incredible way. That God assured me of his love and his comfort. And I just caught something of the majesty of God. Jude talked about going into the Holy of Holies. We can go into that special place and have time with God. Also, you know, prayer, sometimes the most precious when we go through difficult times. That was very recent. But I can remember listening to a music very gently on the way to hospital when I just found out I got a call Christmas Eve when I was in the shop. My dad was, soon, was very poorly to get over there 
um, soon because he was going to die very shortly. And I can remember listening to Christian songs and just praising God and just worshipping him. And I felt so close to God and he revealed his love and his comfort to me and assuring me that my dad would be with his saviour, his friend, and I would see him one day. And the closeness that I got from God was absolutely incredible. So although prayer is hard, it can be the thing that sustains us and holds us and is the most incredible thing that God gives to us. Next slide. Integrity. You know, it's easy for me, and I honestly say this is true, I love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. But does my prayer life, does your prayer life, is that, is that true? Because if I say them words, then I must want to spend time with our amazing God. And there's some verses in Matthew 6, verse 5 to 6, and it says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to... St- Pray standing in the synagogues and the streets, corners, to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father will see what is done in secret and will reward you. And I thank God for many people in this church who go in the quiet of their hearts and pray for one another, pray for themselves, pray that God will help them in their lives. And this was a challenge to me. Yes, it's easy to go through a list at the end of the day. It's easy sometimes, and the prayer chain is one of the greatest things that we've introduced in this church. That is absolutely vital. But also we need time just to reflect and just God to reveal things to us. Because I would suggest that this Bible is a rule book how we should live. Everything's in there for us to know what to do. But you know, prayer actually helps us to do them things, to understand them in our heart. It's easy having the knowledge, but if we don't then do what the Bible says, it's useless. So what God does, because he loves you and me, he reveals things in scripture, we meditate on them words, and then God speaks to us. He'll say, you know, Matthew, you said you've got to be kind. Why did you speak to Ben like that? Or he'll also say, when I'm going through a difficult time, I love you, Matthew, you're fine. He will bring to us what we need in them times, and it's really important to have them times. You know, without this, without this, we can feel anxious. We can have worries concerns and we can be angry we can be bitter but you know it's only as we spend time with God that he reveals and helps us with all them different things that we're going through old grudges doubt but I believe in them times God shows us that we are so valued He gives us hope, he brings challenges, 
And he also brings correction in our lives. So I just pray for all of us as a church that they're not just words that we love God, but our prayer lives reflect that. In our church times, prayer is crucial because he does great things through it. Next point, central. And I will say, just looking at that scripture, it just said that they were devoted to prayer. They were living out these words that I'm sharing. Also, Bible is full of prayer. These are just some of the things that the Bible, through prayer, God did. And I only did a very short list. Abraham cried out for mercy for Sodom and Gomorrah. Moses secured freedom for the Israelites. The temple Solomon built was dedicated in prayer. Job's pain and suffering was worked out in prayer. Daniel was sent to the lion's den because he prayed. Nehemiah built the walls and there was a series of great prayer. Jesus taught prayer. He healed with prayers. He cast out demons with prayers. He prayed all night. The spirit came upon him and anointed him while he was praying. Before he died, he prayed. He was taken up to heaven as he was praying. All of these things reveal that prayer is central and important. In these verses, it talks about being crucial as well. In Samuel 12, verse 23, it says, Far be it from me that I should sin against the law by failing to pray for you. Prayer is absolutely important and central to our faith. But this is really um, where I wanted to centre most of the thing, the richness of prayer. Because prayer is so rich and is so important for us as Christian people, to enjoy with one another as well. I believe prayer changes us in a real incredible way. Our hearts can be proud, they can be cold, they can be anxious, they can be bored. So as we're spending time with people, God changes us in a real incredible way. And from our hearts being proud, we start thinking of others. We're warm. We have peace with ourselves. And rather than that, we're interested in other people. Because what does God reveals to us these things while we're in prayer? As I read the scripture, I say to God, please speak to me. What are you trying to say? And it's dangerous sometimes just to read verses in context. And that's why we need just one verse on its own. Because that might be confusing. But we ask God, what are you saying in that verse? What are you saying to the people? What are you saying to me? And then does them verses, do them verses tell me to do anything? Do I need to make changes? Are you trying to reveal things of your truth and your love to me. When we looked at that video earlier, you could see you could see that he loved that dog. 
more than anything. Sadly, I didn't show you one of the saddest things about it earlier on when he talked to them. He almost said that he loved the dog more than he did his wife. He spent more time. That's the one difference to this part of the thing. Because, yes, we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, but it shouldn't affect actually out of that. We love the other people even more. We don't make them suffer. You know, because I love God, the love I have for you guys should be incredible. Because I see you through different eyes. And why I say that, in that, in that passage in Acts 2, look what they did to them. They gave everybody in need. So if there was someone who didn't have a meal, they would invite them round. If someone couldn't pay their poll tax, old council tax, they would have given the money for them. They shared with everybody um, around them. And that's why we're prayer. If we as a fellowship really do this individually and corporately, it will be an incredible witness to the outside world. The world will see that we've got a genuine love and compassion for one another which doesn't come in our own ability, but because God loves us and reveals these things to us. I don't know, I thank God for Beza this week, you know, because he gave us a practical example of this. I have a feeling that Beza prayed before he was revealed this to him this week. And I thank God because I was struggling with some examples and I think Beza gave me a practical example. I don't know, Beza, did you pray before? Were you praying before you had sent out this text and God revealed you this to you? Will <laughs> you listen to what, listen to Beza's words that he shared with the people in the WhatsApp group? Hello, friends. Today, I just wanted to thank the Lord for taking care of me. Focusing on my jobs, I didn't see what I have. I have a home that has everything I need. Super good landlords and you people in the church. By focusing on the big things, we oftentimes don't see the little things without which it is impossible to live. Who does he thank? Thank again to the Lord for this. You know, that was a practical example that God reveals us in simple ways, the things that are important to us. And, you know, if I don't dedicate special time to go in the presence of an amazing God, for him to reveal special things to me, I am going to be the poorer for it. And what that tends to be, if I can't be honest and open with God, with how I am, how I feel, the things that I struggle with, how can I then be honest and open with us as church fellowship? So all of us, for this church to function so we reach out to the community and share the greatness, I believe, what God is, the goodness that God has for each one of us because he loves us, he cares for us, and he wants what's best for us. I must spend that time individually with God for him to show that he loves me, to correct me, 
to reveal how I need to change. And out of this, out of this, I come to know that God loves me. I come to know that God will try to help me with them things that I struggle with. And I'm open and honest with them. Last week, last week, Victor shared about iron sharpening iron. I believe that we can all help one another because we all struggle with different things. But if I can't be open and open up to God my struggles, however, can I be honest with the people who I love and care? If I can't, God knows them, but we don't always confess things or say the things and spend time with his help. And I believe that that's a proudness. Sometimes we don't admit to our closest friends that we're struggling with things. And we miss out on that because we need people around us to help us and to be with us at times. You know, prayer sustains us. I don't know whether... Do you remember the people of Israel, uh, the Israelites? They had manna, the manna dropped down from heaven. It wasn't very, on the surface, probably wasn't great to have manna every day, but it sustained them. It kept them so they weren't hungry, so they were able to eat. And when I thought, I think prayer does that to us. It sustains us. Even in them dry times when God seems far off, just praying and spending time, it keeps us going. It gives us focus. We know that we're loved and cared for. I just wanted to um, read these lovely verses in Ephesians. I think we've got... Terrible, I haven't followed any of my notes, but perhaps that's what God wants to do. In Ephesians, this is this lovely prayer. Paul prayed this for the people who he wrote to, and it says this, For this reason, ever since I have heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which you were called, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. Incredible verses. Absolutely. And do you understand what them verses are actually saying? So when I pray for Ben, when we pray for each other, and it's vital that we pray for each other when we've got difficulties and problems, I understand that we must do it. Prayer chain, absolutely fantastic. But you know, the best prayer I can pray for Ben is this. That he may know God better. He may grasp just how much God loves him and cares for him. That he may grasp just something of the amazement of God. So, 
actually that's a fantastic prayer that we can all pray for one another. Because do you know what that does? That whatever Ben goes through, either good or bad, he will be sure of God's love for him. And out of that amazing love, Ben will know that God loves him. And he will be able to withstand because hopefully he will be honest and open with us as a church as he struggles things and we can pray for him and help him. But this is an amazing prayer that I believe the fellowship in Acts 2 lived out. Actually what happened around them was less important than their love for God. Actually they might have had something that needed being paying for but they said no God is more important. These people are in need now. I'm going to help them. I'm not going to worry about the future because God is going to provide my every need. They had a completely different um, way of things. They trusted God implicitly. And I know that's a different talk. We have to be sensible. We have to put... That's a different talk. I'm not saying... But there are times when we know people are in desperate need and we have to help them because God will lay it on our hearts to do so. The other thing, prayer takes us into really deep things. So God reveals something that's just absolutely incredible to us. As we read scriptures, as we're listening to a song, God just touches our heart and reveals something that's so precious to us. That's incredible, isn't it? I'd suggest when God reveals things to you, share them. And she Jude's pretty good at this on the WhatsApp. If she's done something that she shared, she'll share it with the group. That's a good thing. Because when God shares something with us, it's worth telling other people about. And I believe if we spend time alone with God, God will reveal good things to us. God will reveal things that just blow our mind with his goodness. And it can be at the most unusual time that you at least expect it. And you know, because of this, you know, it changes our attitude towards so many things prayer does. We so often, you know, can be, have our own set ideas and thoughts. And God's thoughts are very different to what our thoughts are and our ways. There's another prayer in Ephesians 3, which is another fantastic prayer. Um, In fact, I'm going to read it because it's so fantastic. I pray that out of his glorious riches, God is incredibly rich in his blessings, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. That's incredible, isn't it? So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So now I believe that as we spend time with God individually and corporately as a church, we will come to know just how high, how wide, how love, how long and every other way that God's love is for us. And 
them people in the Acts 2, in that earlier passage, they came to experience that. And I believe as a church we are coming to experience that in lots of different ways. But you know I believe that, I love that end bit, it says daily people were added to their number. Because you know if we treat one another as God would have us to treat one another with love and compassion and kindness, I believe daily people will come to know and love the Lord Jesus. Because our lives will be so different. We won't be focused on ourselves, we'll be focused on other people. Because we're so sure of God's love for us. We're so sure of God's compassion that he has for us. We will show that same love and compassion to the people that God puts us in with. There's a verse in Psalm 73 verse 17 and says, Then I understood then I understood. And it's like, I don't know, the first time first time, perhaps you start looking at things and you can't see things very clearly. And it's all fuzzy and you think, what's happening here? But then perhaps you go and get a prescription and they put a pair of glasses and everything is clear again and you can see. And you think, thank you for that. I can now see clearly. You know, I believe that God does that with us through prayer. Then I understood God changes my thinking. Now it all makes clear. And, you know, our vision needs clearing because we all get things wrong. We all understand things wrong. As I read the Bible, I can get the wrong interpretation. So we say to God, please help me to understand that as you would have it to be. I would really encourage you folks as I encourage you just to try and spend more time in prayer. Praying for your brothers and sisters. Praying for the things that we're struggling with. Praying for the world needs that are around us and having a real heart because I believe the more time we spend with God, the greater our heart will be for others. Because we can know all the theory and this is a great, great book It's a fantastic book which helps us. But we need God's wisdom to reveal individually and as a church where he wants us to go. Let's have a prayer. Sorry, I must admit I really struggled with this subject because there's just so much to say. But let's just pray um, for one another. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I confess before you I need to know you better. I need to spend more time in your presence so you can reveal some more stuff of your majesty and your goodness and how much you love us individually as a church. I pray that out of my times with you, I will love my brothers and sisters more. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me that I don't spend enough time praying for my brothers and sisters. I thank you for each one of them. I thank you that you love them and care for them. And I just pray that you will reveal your love to them in their special times when they spend time with you. And I pray as a fellowship, as we spend time looking at prayer together and individually, I pray that you will give us a real heart for the community, that we will love them more and more. I thank you for that story in Acts 22 when loads of people came to know and love you because you just showed them a different life. I just pray as a fellowship we too can get excited about how good you are and just what you mean to us. 
And I just think of that relationship that that chap had with that dog. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that we can love you even more than that person loved that dog. Help us to do that, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.